Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another exciting episode of Going Commando! <laughs> I'm your co-host, Tank Rodriguez, joined with me via Zoom. We got Jimothy James Dean. Give it to us. Give it to us one time. Sip, sip, sip. Uh, that was a little lackluster. I'll that take was, it, though. That was about as good of a stop as I'm willing to get. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, how are you doing today, sir? <laughs> Hanging in there, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And, of course, we got the dirtiest of the dirtiest, Dirty Derek. Hey, you know what? <laughs> That's a, I have a nickname for my pants, and they're called Action Jackson. Oh, <laughs> That's, well. That's very fitting for today's episode. That's very you? fitting. Yeah. How do you like your ribs? <laughs> <laughs> perfect. It's a perfect, That's perfect awesome. segue. Well, definitely <laughs> uh, later in the show, we are going to be talking about modern day action movie franchises. Really excited about that one to hear what y'all are going to talk about. But first, as always, what have y'all watched since last week? Hmm. Crickets. Nobody, nobody, uh, you know. Wait, is that again? I didn't, sorry, I didn't hear you. You didn't hear, I said, what were you, what did you watch last week? Oh, it's cut out. Um, I watched, uh, if Derek's not going to go, I, uh. No, you can go first, man. I watched, uh, well, first off, so I finished, I finished all of Dexter. Jesus and then Christ. I, I watched. Do you do that? Do you have, like, extra, like, time in your, in your day? Except for, the thing. Did, except for the last episode, did you skip like the last episode? No, I even watched the last two episodes. <sighs> the whole last uh, season just straight up sucks. I mean, the entire season sucks. It's so bad. But um, then I moved on to The Witcher. So I'm currently watching The Witcher. I'm about halfway done with that. I also watched on a Hulu original The Great, which is a no. uh, inspired by Captain the Great. It's actually really, really funny. Um, yeah historical comedy uh nicholas holt and uh Elle fanning are great in it uh but i watched a movie that's kind of ties into what we're talking today uh a modern sort of uh i guess you could call it an action film uh john henry on netflix mm. um not getting the best reviews uh in fact it's gotten pretty miserable reviews uh but i actually kind of enjoy it i, I think first off the majority of people who are reviewing it don't understand that it's sort of a modern day black exploitation film um but with an actual authentic you know black voice um you know first off it's got terry cruz uh playing an action star which i feel like he's just hasn't done enough of and uh yeah. ken foray plays his dad so for that reason alone uh i say it's worth a watch if you're a fan of this podcast uh, but I, I do like it i think it's a pretty like i said it's, it has a very similar vibe to a black split like a 70s sort of film but just told me modern day Compton. Um, but can, I I ask actually, quick, can I ask you a quick question about it? Sure. What, what's up? I'm looking at pictures right now because I love Terry Crews. I think he's awesome. Um, what, what's up with Ludacris uh, blinged out jaw? Is he like, he, is he like, like the, he reminds me of like a Bond villain or something like that, like, like bling jaw. Yeah, so um, it, it plays into the story. Yeah, it, and it doesn't, I don't want to give anything away, but so um, he, Ludacris is actually um, Terry Crews's cousin who they grew up with and he is a, like a crime boss um, that Terry Crews accidentally shot um, trying to take a gun off of him. Um, 
it's a very it, there's some peculiar parts to it, but it's a good it it's a good there's enough originality and weirdness to it that I think actually adds to it. Um, but yeah, he's got a blinged out like metal jaw thing. Like yeah, it's weird, but yeah, that's a choice they made. Very cool. Did you like it? You so it was good though. It was worth a watch. Um, I I mean I enjoyed it. I would definitely I would give it a strong C plus B minus. Um, you know, definitely like I said, if you like seventy sort of gritty revenge stories kind of thing, um, I think you might. I, I think you might like it. I was definitely the the audience for it. And like I said, a lot of the, a lot of these modern sort of homages to blaspheration films um, have a very inauthentic voice, and this this one's has a very authentic voice to it. Um, the characters speak like real people. Um, you know, it doesn't, uh, it's not embarrassing to uh, black culture in the way that some white written uh, exploitation films could be. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I would say if you're a fan of Ken Foray anyway, uh, sure. you, I would watch it just for him. He's great in it. All right, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that uh, on my list of things to watch. I was looking, kind of making a list this week of what I was gonna try to check out and uh, I, will, I will add that to my list, which is awesome. Did you watch anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, I watched, like I said, I watched a ton of uh, TV series, um, but then I also, uh, there's a, um, a, apparently there's a bunch of uh, new Jean-Claude Van Damme movies um, out, uh, but I'm not finished with the one that currently one I'm watching, but we'll talk about it on the next one. But it's, it's pretty goofy, but it's pretty fun so far, so. It's not the one where he's uh, tracking a serial killer, is it? No, but that's one of the ones I want to see. Yeah, I want to uh, no, see this, that one too, actually. This one is a, uh, he's kind of, he's a kind of like a mentor role, but we'll, I'll talk about it on the next podcast. All right. But I do want to see that, the serial killer one, though, really badly. Yeah, you know, that one, that one looked pretty good, actually. Uh, so what did, what did I watch this week? Uh, well, I've been, I've been kind of, Binge watching a little bit of TV, uh, watching Solar Opposites, uh, which is not action related, but yeah, super funny, man. I uh, it really I is. Yeah, it was. I was laughing. I was watching that uh, that before. Uh, I couldn't get into the first episode. I don't know why. Uh, I think I was okay. just on the mood. So, so time out. I'll mm-hmm. say this: if you're going and expecting like a Rick and Morty kind of deal, you're not going to get it. I mean, there's like maybe nuances of Rick and Morty, um, other than the voice actors, of course. Um, but it, it, I kind of looked at it like an uh, alien Bob's Burgers. That's what it kind of yes, a little bit like that's uh, perfect. Bob's Burgers is an alien, uh, with the kids. And, yeah, it was good though. I did. I will say, like, it was the uh, first episode was a little bit of a like kind of a uh, a slow burn, but um, right gets, after it that, gets, it picks up. Yeah, I guess it gets pretty funny. The, I, the, the the wall of people is like the one of the, yeah. one of the greatest things I've ever seen ever. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. There's uh they they keep shrinking people and they put them in, eventually like by like episode five, they they keep them in this like uh, walled system and they've created like this whole eco structure with like the janitors like now the king and uh it, it's pretty hilarious. Uh, the the duke as they call them. There's like a disentopian oh, yeah. society inside the wall uh going on there i also love the episode where they uh they 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 have the girl the flowers on their head and the flowers combined like make turn all the kids into like ravaging like zombies which is it's, it's, it's very super graphic it's, so i mean it, like it really it's, is it's it's super graphic and like uh very like very hard like hard r in some areas like i watched an episode tonight where they were eating ass so i was like well all right well, like, <laughs> nice. that's i was like it was teachers i was like well all right well that's they were going there 
okay, not for the kids. Um, but uh, it's hard to think. So yeah, in preparation of, of today's uh, today's conversation, um, I was trying to kind of go through some of the action movies that I liked. I, you know, it was, it was really hard because we're talking about movies in the past decade, and I would think of a movie. And I'd be like, that was in the past 10 years. And I'd be like, nope, it's fucking not in the past 10 years. I know. Uh, which totally made me feel way older. Uh, I watched Walking Tall with The Rock. So it was kind of on a rock kick this week. Uh, I like the movie. Um, you know, kind of a, you know, kind of a rough and tumble hometown boy comes home. Uh, I, obviously, it's not the original. It's a remake. But yeah. uh, I thought it was pretty well done. You know, The Rock obviously wasn't as big then. Uh, I love that truck. Yeah. You had that Ford F-150. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, that was really good. I was, that's always one that I, I really, uh, really truly appreciate, uh, watching. Um, I did watch a Van Damme movie. I forget the name of it. It's the one where he's at the hockey game. Um, oh, sudden death, sudden death. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, forget it. Um, yeah, <coughs> that's, that's a great one too. That's a great Van Damme movie. I remember seeing that in the theaters actually, uh, when it first came out, um, so I, and I hadn't watched it since, so I uh, I caught that, and then you know I watched uh, I watched some stuff which is related to our other podcasts, the Texas Podcast Massacre. I watched Taurus Trap and uh, a couple other. I love it. Uh, it's one of the creepiest movies, one of the most yeah, underrated creepy eighties movies. Super with uh, Chuck Connors, which is the creepiest villain ever. I uh, I, uh, um, I forgot to mention I did watch. One thing I was actually going to talk about, and I completely blanked, because um, I watched uh, the Bong Joon-ho movie. Um, uh, now I'm blanking on the... The par- Parasite? Oh, no, no, no. I uh, um, for The train movie. Why am I blanking oh, on the title? Snowpier- Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, thank you. I-, I watched it, and I actually really enjoyed it, but I was watching it uh, with the anticipation of the, sh- the series, which actually airs to, uh, for us as we're mm-hmm. recording this tonight. Um, uh, on Sunday night, but um, so I'm looking forward to that. I actually really enjoyed the movie. Uh, there's a lot of things that don't make sense, um, especially like the more you hear about what the how like you know the original French novel and um, like apparently it's supposed to be a thousand and one train cars, and you're like they, they didn't travel that far. But um, but having said that, like I really enjoyed it, and I am actually enjoying it, kind of highly anticipating the. Um, the TV series tonight, so we'll see if I yeah, uh, actually know. So, oh, the other movie that I watched that I uh, I thought was pretty pretty good. It was kind of like I, I have to call these like a dumb watch because you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to it. Was uh, Extraction with uh, Chris Helmsworth? Uh, Did you like it? I want to, I want to watch it, but I like it. You know, it was it was exact. It was you the type of character that I would expect him to play, and it was the type of movie that I expected to see based on the name, but it was, it was a fun watch. I mean, it was, it was good. A lot of action, a lot of ass kicking. Um, that name was a little bit different than I, I thought it was going to be. So that was surprising. Um, no, no, uh, riding off to the sunset or anything like that. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, you know, if you want to get a, I won't give it a giveaway, but yeah, definitely worth the watch. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's not a bad movie. Allegedly they're going to do a sequel to it. So it must've done well enough. Um, whether Chris Helmsworth in it or not, you watch the end and, and tell me because I don't know All if you, right. I don't know how you come back from that. But other things, you know, could be a prequel or who fuck knows, you know, stranger things have happened. And uh, Heisenberg was dead for a while, so he came he came back for a little while. So you know, just when you think somebody's home, they're back in again. Well, um, I mean, 
uh, maybe on your recommendation, I'll give it a shot. All right, I will. I will watch. Uh, I will watch your recommendation. You watch mine. Perfect. And re and really quick too, I was watching uh, deleted scenes from Escape from New York, uh, but like the like the remastered version, it was doing like a comparison of like the original and the remastered. Holy shit! Like if you watched that with like how fuzzy it was in the beginning compared to the remastered, it's unwatchable. It really is. But the 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 uh, deleted scenes are actually pretty cool. So it's on YouTube. And you can watch that, and uh, just a, a suggestion throwing that one out there. Very cool. Um, speaking of like, uh, not really an action movie, but uh, did you guys see the new trailer for uh, Russell Crowe's Unhinged? No, no, I did not. It's a road rage movie, but uh, yeah, man, it's fucking. It looks intense. Uh, number one, if there ever anybody to play, uh, well, two things. One. Ever anybody to play a road rage movie and be the bad guy it would definitely be Russell Crowe. Absolutely. Uh, you know, for his history of having rage issues in reality. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I also saw a preview, James, I don't know if you saw it for the uh the movie Becky. It's kind of like a R-rated home alone. It's uh no, with, I haven't uh, seen that, no. You you have to check it out because it is it is Kevin James playing an Aryan oh yes Nazi uh who breaks out of prison and uh is looking for like uh basically like out of something he he loses uh that this little girl Becky picks up and she is kind of like a sociopath almost and uh yes. and so he breaks into like take the family hostage and she just gleefully starts taking out his men like home alone style uh from her tree fort and uh it's really funny. There's this great scene in the, in the preview, and hey, you know, he's got this giant swastika on the back of his head. He's got German dogs. Uh, Dude, that that trailer that. is I, so. I was insane. like, wow, man, Kevin James, man, he's fucking hardcore. Uh, he's like, yeah. he should be in the green room or something. And, uh, and it, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say that the, the best scene ever is like when he's like, Becky, I don't want to hurt you, and she's like, but I do want to hurt you. <laughs> and, just so you guys know, I am watching the uh, trailer right now. So. Oh, okay. And, and the, fun, the funny thing is, is that he recently launched a YouTube channel to where he plays a sound guy for like popular movies. And he like, he, he like CGI's himself in there and he like interacts with like the actual dialogue <laughs> of the movie. It was one of the funniest things. And so when that trailer came out, it was like, it was a bit confusing to know if it was, if yeah. it was real or not. I was like, wait a minute, is this, here comes a boom too? Like, yeah. what's, what's going on here? Um, <laughs> Oh, he's, like, yeah. actually acting in it. Okay. Yeah, it's like, you know, good for you, Kevin James, man, because I'm, you know. He needs it. Like, yeah, he I, hasn't really yeah. done anything regarding, yeah. you know, besides I, I like comedy. I like Kevin James. Except for, you know, he's waiting for Grown Ups 3 to happen, so he's like, well, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna do this. Um, he's a funny guy, though. I, you know, I'm, I will not crap on Kevin James. I think he's he's a good dude, so. Um, and I and I do <laughs> like him in his movies. Yeah. This one's for Tank. Uh, I'm sure Tank, you may already know, but you know that he was on his uh, high school wrestling team with McFoley, right? Yeah, yeah, I sure I do, really? man. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, ne I've never been a Kevin James fan as far as, like, I don't think he's funny. Um, and that whole, like, Paul Bart shit just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. But uh, I did actually like uh, Here Comes the Pain. And, and, again, I think he's one of those guys. And I think Mark Marin was actually talking about this on his – when they had him on. Because <laughs> um, uh, Mark Marin is actually a fan, fan of Kevin James, which I think a lot of people who know Mark Marin would be surprised to find that out. Mm -hmm. This cantankerous kind of a, uh, I don't know, snobby kind of dude. But um, 
but he's saying about how like sometimes like the the actor or the comedians who are very like no common man kind of uh you know um have a very wide appeal but are still really funny um are not only so, some of the genuinely funniest because they could be funny to a, a big group of people but also have the uh usually have the ability to to like kind of transform into being a fucking great actor too because they understand humanity in the same way you know when um you know robin williams is able to sort of transform transform from a comedian into a, a dramatic actor or say um his contemporary uh, Adam Sandler, who, you know, these guys that do broad, super broad comedy, but then they break into actual dramatic acting and they're really good at it because they do kind of understand, uh, you know, he, he hmm. human nature and stuff. But anyways, that's a little sidetrack there, but well, it looks we'll good. See, I, I think uh, yeah. the trailer looked good and I think I will uh, enjoy watching it. Yeah, me too. And, you know, these are, these are movies that, you know, potentially will come out in 2020 and that's, you know, we're going to talk about actual movies, uh, the, the past decade. Uh, so we, we talk a lot in our show about, you know, older action movies, which, you know, I, I mean, it's hard not to do because the eighties were such an amazing, you know, uh, time for, you know, action movies. It's like the movie to me, it's like the pinnacle of action and horror, um, which ironically enough is our, our two podcasts that we do. Um, <laughs> so it, it's easy to get stuck in that, but there are, you know, a lot of movies that came out, uh, you know, in the past decade that are fantastic. Like they're they're good action movies, you know, and I, I think they, you know, for what they are today, com- not comparing it to the past, uh, good. So, uh, first thing I was thinking about, like immediately came to mind, I'm like, I know James mm-hmm. will, will agree with this is uh, uh, Mad Max because that's uh, oh yeah, that to I me think... is a, a fantastic action movie. Um, I was reading about Furiosa, the prequel, you know, is moving forward in production, like the production, and they're finding their actors and stuff. So made me think about that one right off the bat no in fact i think that's funny that you kept the, uh, started us off because i was actually going to say i think that's probably the single best action movie of the last 10 years possibly even the last 20 years and probably one of my favorite movies period but uh say what you will about the movie it's, the movie has a lot of fans and it has a few detractors as well but the one thing that you cannot fucking take away from that movie is the action sequences uh george mm-hmm. miller filmed all that stuff practical which is still fucking mind-blowing um, how much practical all those car, all the, the car flips and all the all of that shit was filmed practically. So um, it's incredible what he was able to do with that film. It's one of the best looking movies of the last fifty years. Um, the oh. the cinema, cinematography is incredible. A great action film. Um, so definitely say I think it was 2015, 2014, um, right in the middle there. And I think it's it hasn't been top since. Uh, so I definitely think that's. As a standalone, you know, because I mean, while it, it it's definitely part of the Mad Max, you know, um, franchise, you know, uh, it's a standalone film of the, you know, in the in our current era, um, it's definitely one of my, you know, I guess I I, I, I genuinely believe it's the best action film of the last ten years. Yeah, totally. And I, I had to I had to just sort that out right at the top because I feel like any other movie we talk about tonight is probably probably gonna you know. Uh, maybe not rise to that, to that occasion, but, um, you know, if we're talking about action movies and, and comparing them to maybe stuff that we saw in the eighties, you know, I will say one thing I'm going to preface this entire conversation is like, I will not talk about superhero tonight movie tonight, because I, I feel like that's an unfair advantage, uh, in the past, uh, you know, 
decade. That's me personally, though. If you have a superhero movie on there, it's like no, I just feel like no, I feel right. like you can get a you get so wrapped up talking about the action of Marvel movies, like you, you work, yeah. like we wouldn't get a chance to talk about anything else because there's so many. No, you know, in fact, I, I I'm glad you because I wasn't. That would be its own conversation. Superhero films, yeah. I think, they become so specialized and so such their own genre. Yeah. Um, I do think there's like uh, I think Winter Soldier is the only legitimate Marvel movie that's also I would consider it stands alone as an action movie, um, where the action is such a key vital role to the film itself, um, in the tra- traditional sense of an action film. But no, they they they're their own thing, and I wouldn't. Uh, we, we can talk about that someday, but no, I wouldn't. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I was just thinking to myself, like, all right, like, what is, you know, like, I look at, like, a movie like Christopher Nolan's Batman, which which came out, The Dark Knight, which came out in, in you know, in the last decade. And, you know, there, while there was a fair amount of action in that movie, like, again, to your point, superhero movies are kind of their own their own thing. So I want I to start 2010 off right, because we're, we're talking about a decade here. I'm going to say, I'm going to put on there, what about The Expendables? Um, I, I'm going to put it on here solely for the fact that, like, it, one, it encompasses a lot of great 80s action stars. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their new ones. Yes, the premise is ridiculous. Uh, how somebody didn't break a hip in that uh, entire franchise is, is beyond me. But I think the premise is, is good. Um, well, actually, and- before, before uh, not to interrupt you, but I actually think uh, Stallone broke his neck on the, one of the first ones. Did he? I know yeah. him. There was a there's picture. Actually of him. A lot of, yeah, there was actually a him few and Schwarzenegger, right? Right. Him and Schwarzenegger were like both getting rotator cuff surgery at the same time. They were in the same hospital bed. There's like a picture of the two of them together, like uh, morphine, like thumb, thumbs up in each other um, from this movie. But I mean, if you, if you, I mean, you look at the, you know, it's got, uh, you know, Eric Roberts, uh, Stallone. Um, obviously, I mean, the whole cast. But that does. So I mean, that was sort of the. I mean, there hadn't been anything like that. Well, first of all, there hadn't been anything like it ever in the sense of taking in all these old 80s and 70s action stars and putting them into a movie together. But there also hadn't been a traditional sort of tough guy, super testosterone-driven action film in a few years, which is why it made it such a, like, people were so excited for it uh, when it came out. Unfortunately, it didn't live up to, I think, fans' hype. Um, there's a lot of eye-rolly shit to deal with it. But, um, I mean, to me, it was still a fun escapist movie. Um, you know, there's, uh, I always enjoy like the little, you know, it's been a long day. Um, I enjoyed the little, like, you know, oh, look, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, Scott Atkins or there's Joan called Steve Austin. Like there's even like the, the characters that play just the supporting roles are even fun. But, um, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I, as a franchise, and let me also say, by the way, as we start to talk about this, when I originally pitched this topic, I had actually meant specifically action film franchises of the last 10 years. So movies where there was more than one. Um, but uh, we can- That's good. Cause like most of the stuff on my list is a franchise. So. There you go. Um, but I'm gonna say, but then, you know, as I went, like, as we've been talking about it, I've been thinking about movies that have come out. I'm like, oh yeah, there, I mean, there's been a ton of great, really great, action films in the last 10 years that like even I forget about until I start like thinking about it and kind of seeing like what came out per year and stuff. Be like, Oh, that's a fucking great movie. But anyways. Well, no, I mean, I think that's, that's the world we live in. Like I, it's hard to say if it is truly a great action movie or has like a lot of great action in it, it's hard to say that people ever stop at just making one these days. So I think everything is like in this vein of like franchise, so, like even just thinking about like, 
to myself earlier today. I was, I was talking to my wife, who's not a huge action movie fan, but she was like, what are you guys recording tonight? And I said, we're doing like the t- top, you know, and we're talking about the best ones in the past decade. And she's like, oh, like, I'm kind of curious to see what came out like in the past 10 years. So, and uh, so she was like, hey, what about John Wick? And I'm like, yeah, John Wick's a great example of that. That's, uh, you know, that's pretty much like nonstop action for three whole movies and is also a franchise. Uh, has so a lot of kicking. Yeah, I would say, uh, like, if I'm saying genuinely, I feel like, because, you know, when I thought about the topic, I was thinking of films like The Fast Five, even though that's been more than 10 years. Um, and, like, you know, the take and stuff. But I honestly, obviously, not alone in thinking that John Wick is sort of the uh, pinnacle of contemporary action films and so far as what they're able to do with it and keep up the excitement and the way that the films are shot and Keanu himself is this sort of enigmatic, almost Clint Eastwood type of, uh, you know, the man with no name type of character who's just this sort of silent badass who doesn't, you know, he's not fucking John McClane. He's not fucking, you know, he's not this like super quick machine. He's more of a, I'm going to shut the fuck up and, you know, kick wholesale ass kind of dude and we haven't seen that in a while and i think keanu plays that really well but i definitely think in all of all the the contemporary um you know action film franchises i would definitely say john wick is sort of uh, the best you know um some people may disagree but i think um each film managed to do do something different than the last film and up the ante with the action it's to the point where it's i mean it's ridiculous the fact that like how many fucking hitmen are there in the world? Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, but it's still they're great fun escapist movies. So definitely on my list is probably like I said the best of the film franchises, the modern action franchises. Well, let me ask you a question because we're we're talking about franchises here, and some of them do span multiple decades. So mm-hmm. when you were thinking about this, and were you thinking like movies that franchises that had movies? in the past like decade or did you include movies like you talked about fast and furious right so that's 2001 um so that spanned the past 20 years um, which is insane when you actually think about it how insane that is 20 years of fucking of those movies that's fucking bananas man uh, and i'm not the biggest fan of those movies um i still don't get the love people have for them in in, in the way that they do um but i mean they're fun they're escapists i you know that's you know fine with me, um, but yeah, I mean when I mean because I even when I said it, it wasn't, I was thinking maybe the last like of the two thousands actually was what I think was okay. thinking originally. So that I just want to make perfect. sure I'm kind of like putting the same when I think about like franchises, right? Like because I was like, if that's the case, you know, two week. I mean, mm-hmm. Die Hard is on there as well because the last one came out in two thousand thirteen, and that was in the definitely in the past decade. I think they've had a few. Of, uh, yeah, but uh, see, I would I would definitely put that in the. Um, the, it, you know, it's still an 80s franchise where the bulk of the films came out in the 80s. So, um, but I mean, again, to each their own. Um, I will say, uh, you know, there's been, you know, like the, a lot of the ones that are more contemporary, like the Born films, I don't, I, God, have I even seen more than one of them? I don't even know if I've seen more than the first one. I don't even really know if I fully watched the first one. I was going to say, but it's like there's like that one, like the Born series. That's a very popular series that I know a lot of people love. I've never. It's not my thing. I just never got into it. Um, you know, and I'm sure one day it might be one of those things where I go back and sort of. Uh, there's something about 
Yeah, in the way that other films would. So, right? Have you have you seen those? Are you a fan of the uh, Bourne films? Uh, I mean, I've seen them. I'm I'm not. I don't want to say that I, I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, yeah, it's like the whole covert operation thing. It to me, honestly, it's it's there's a lot of action, but it's also very dramatic and yeah. more than I would probably want to see in a, in a movie like that. Um, if that makes sense, like I, there's a level of drama that like, yeah, okay. Like this is a super soldier, but like this whole idea that they were like really, really dumb, mentally deficient soldiers. Well, number one, like, would you even fucking get in the military if you were that dumb? Like at first and foremost, maybe, I don't know. But uh, the fact that you were like charming and handsome and now, but if you just take these two like magic pills and I, you know, and I get it. It's a movie, but like it's just a whole backstory piece. Like, what can yeah, you, the just, thing is, like, can I you will, just kick ass? I will say that the you know when I see, I've seen some breakdowns of action sequences in it. I'm always like impressed. I'm always like, oh, that's very well done. Kind of a realistic, a realistic version of a modern a- action sequence where it's still over the top and people doing crazy shit, but it's the way they filmed. It's very grounded and stuff. So. Um, and I like Matt Damon. I just, there's something about that combination of what you said of like overly intellectualized a- espionage type action film. That's very like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it doesn't appeal. It's, I just don't care. I, I guess like, I, mean, I guess, I'm you sure know, like, movies, but yeah, I, I think for me, like if it was just uh, a espionage, like spy movie where he lost his memory and then he's trying to replace it awesome like i probably would have appreciated like way more but you had this whole other like complicated like super soldier element to it and they gotta like eventually like get this drug to keep them smart because if not then it's this whole like backstory and it's not like people go crazy and they die or they you know yeah it's like all right well it doesn't like it's like having saying like james bond is a great spy only if he takes the blues (laughs) the blue pill and then he's he's amazing Uh, that's why he's so debonair uh, Blue Chew, sponsored by Blue Chew. Exactly. Still waiting. Uh, still waiting for that sponsorship. Um, you know, one series that I, I really liked um, that I thought was really good, and it came out in the past, like, you know, past, like, decade or so, is uh, Red, or Reds. Uh, there's, I only call it franchise, but there was two of them uh, with uh, Bruce Willis and um, John Malkovich and uh, Brian Cox and Heather mm-hmm. Mirren and uh, yeah, Morgan Freeman. I, I thought it was a that was a really uh, fun movie. Carl Urban. Um, I thought it was a really fun movie to watch. A lot of action in that movie. A little bit of comedy, but uh, you know, I may I call it like a lighthearted John Wick, uh, in my opinion. But um, that that was one that I thought like was you know to me was a little more actually you know it was a remind me more like uh, <laughs> something I would see in the eighties, um, you know, back in the day. So. I, you know, I could appreciate those movies. Like some of the aging actors uh, now retired, kind of it's a funny, funny scenario. Um, also, a comic as well. So I, I thought they, they did a pretty good job of kind of turning that around a little bit. I will say, uh, I actually, I definitely didn't see the sequel, but I think I watched most of the first one begrudgingly. Uh, it's actually based off of a comic, and they changed. Uh, this Warren Ellis comic, and I remember being a fan enough of the original that when I found out how much they changed the comic, I was like, "Ooh, it's lame." Uh, but I mean, the cast <laughs> is great. I mean, fucking, I'd watch Helen Mirren do the dishes. So, uh, 
I should probably give it another watch. Um, yeah. I mean, it's good. I, you know, John, I'm always a big fan of John Malkovich. Yeah, um, I've loved him. I've loved him since he was Cyrus, the goddamn virus, uh, in right. <laughs> Con, Con Air, also Con AK, Air. AK, one of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies. But, um, yeah, I, I think he's, he's just a good actor. So, I mean, he, he made the movie for me. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was a good movie. It was worth a watch. If you don't, you know, not not holding true to the comic and, and you kind of take it for what it is, then um, it's one of those movies. But I think, you know, the big action star, in my opinion, in the past decade is definitely The Rock. Um, you know, I, I originally, if you'd asked me 20 years ago, I would have said, also oh, you know, Jason Statham, because, you know, he was in obviously all the movies like The Transporter and yeah, uh, obviously he jumped into Fast and Furious, he was a crank and, you know, uh, trying to think. he was in a mechanic series, which actually pretty I liked. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rock is the rock right now is the man to beat when it comes to, you know, all things action stars. Um, uh, I just recently rewatched, uh, skyscraper again. Um, you know, and that's a movie. I mean, honestly, like the ridiculousness of it, like is right out of the eighties, like, you know, man in Hong Kong with one leg, <laughs> you know, scales building the same family using said leg. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can't get any more ridiculous than that, but uh, The Rock pulls it off and, uh, you know, in that movie. And, uh, you know, a surprise appearance by Nave Campbell uh, as his wife, which was actually super surprising. So did you did you see that one, James? No, it's funny because it sounds like my mom used to love disaster movies, uh, movies like Towering Inferno and, and like Volcano and all these movies. Yeah. So it was a movie that she probably would have really enjoyed. So I remember thinking and being like, oh, that's that's kind of a weird throwback film. Maybe I'll check it out, but I haven't yet. But I like The Rock, so. Yeah, you know, it's, it's about the Japanese, like, super tower, the world's largest structure. And he's, like, this information security guy. He does, like, security, like, uh, he does, like, private security to, like, uh, so they can get the insurance sign off. He's, like, recommended by a friend who's kind of, like, um, you know, kind of using him to, to kind of sell out the these bad guys. Uh, that were like an undisclosed business partner, the guy who created it. And they try to take over very diehard life, try to take over the the tower to destroy it. And his family gets caught and, and the top half um, where it's being taken over and on fire. And so he kind of is praying for it. He's got to go rescue them. But he's also, he was in, uh, he had an injury. He was on a SWAT team. He lost a leg. Uh, so he, he's got this prosthetic leg, that robo leg. Uh, so it's very, it's very interesting. Uh, interesting, but, all right. But to me, it's it that screams of like kind of classic uh, action movie uh, premise of, of the old days. So the Rock, I think, is actually sort of perfected, uh, or he's definitely sort of become the face of a kind of its own subgenre, which has actually really taken off in the last 10, 15 years, which is the action comedy. So, uh, which I would definitely say, like, the two 21 Jump Street films would be in that category. Um, there's been a lot of them. Uh, but I think that was, I was going to say Stuber. Stuber I like Stuber right a lot, yeah. With Dave, Dave uh, Batista. Dave Batista. I, I love Stuber. I, that was, to me, that was fucking hilarious. I love that. Yeah, movie. I really liked uh, it. It was, yeah. over the, it was uh, over the top dumb for so many reasons. But first off, I like Kumail Nanjani, and I think him and Dave Batista yeah. actually had a really good chemistry. Uh, so yeah, that was I watched that on the plane actually coming back from Portland, and uh, uh, it was really I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Hey, really, really quick, um, what did y'all think of the Kingsman series? 
I love the Kingsman series. Uh, I I personally really liked that a lot. Uh, I, I prefer actually the the, the first sequel? one. The, oh, I actually the prefer one. the first one uh, yeah, over me too. the over the the second one. But I like the second one. It was uh, you know um, it was it bordered on a little more than ridiculous. But um, you know they found a very unique way to keep uh, Colin First character alive and around and uh, introduced Channing Tatum and uh, you know. Jeff Bridges, so it was, uh, it was very Halle Berry, so. So that's another case where that was based off of a comic, uh, 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 which, um, again, uh, I, was, I was a fan of the comic, and then the first one had changed so much about it. Um, but I think that um, Mark Miller, who wrote the comic, uh, actually had intended it to be a screenplay anyways, but... Um, wrote it when he wrote the comic he, he was pitching it knew he was pitching it as a film uh yeah i actually i like the first one um i like aspects of the third or second one a lot because uh, i like the characters i just thought the story was so over the top and silly and so so it was almost too much it was like sensory overload in so many ways but, but uh i love I, the I, cast yeah i uh what I, I, I really liked about the movie is he kidnapped Elton John, which I thought was really hilarious. Um, <laughs> and uh, he and he kept getting high on, on the stuff, right. which is this is Elton. Did you get in the stash again? No. Well, he's turning blue. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you've been a naughty boy, Elton. Um, you know, Ju- Julianne Moore is. Uh, you know, I'm, I just adore her. I think she's a great actress. Uh, so yeah, she was a little over the top as, as Poppy, the, the evil henchwoman villain it's very like very ultra bond-esque like kind of remind me of but um but still i i appreciate it those are kind of one of those watches that like i'll just pop it on and um but i find that like the first one i tend to gravitate towards a little bit more uh than the second one um in there james let me ask you a question speaking of uh, mark millar um would you classify where would you put Kickass in the grand scheme of things? Because technically, in theory, it's a superhero I, movie, but it's not really a superhero movie. So I would still put it as a, as a comic movie. Um, comic. It's got too many. I mean, it's that's it's like an homage to those. I mean, even the comic itself is like sort of a what if superheroes were real? Which I think that's how that comic was pitched, and I was like, there's so much unrealistic shit about the fucking comic, like. Uh, but uh, I mean, Hit Girl Alone is so over the top. But uh, I mean, I, I enjoy them. I actually even enjoyed the second one. A lot of people hate the second one. I really like it. I think it's fun. Um, I would definitely, though, it would be it's too comic booky to uh, to to include uh, in anything but a comic book movie conversation. Um, right. I, I have one for you. Uh, so yeah. I'm a huge fan of both of the films. I know the casting decision did not sit well with fans of the book, but uh, they can all eat my nuts because the books are so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> stupid i tried to read one of the books i think it was the second book i tried to read and it was so fucking oh man just dudes with little dicks who just fucking are just so angry at the world um oh, right. uh, and now people are gonna be super mad but uh it's the jack reacher uh films um i actually think both of them are fucking amazing um i think first off Werner herzog in the first one is probably the best on-screen villain i don't know in ever i mean we have this weird creepy uh uh you know german art house director who knew he was going to be such a fucking creepy action movie villain um he's also in the mandalorian also great nut too i mean he's, he's a cool dude uh Werner herzog is, is incredible um but everything about it you know i know i i personally am a tom cruise fan um i think when he's on his when he's doing 
when he's like at his best, I think he's, I mean, he's amazing. Like I said, like, and it, whether it's in action like Jack Reacher or if it's like I said, in, in, I think I brought it up in this podcast before, I think his performance in Magnolia is probably the single most robbed any actor's ever been for an Oscar ever. And I truly do mean that. Um, he, he, every time he's on screen in Magnolia, he just, he's fucking electric. But, um, which is funny though, because as much as I'm a fan of Jack Reacher, I have never, I have not seen one Mission Impossible movie, um, which is weird to know that's crazy. For, but again, the spy espionage stuff just doesn't really speak to me usually. It doesn't do much for me. Um, but I actually, when we were talking about this podcast, I was, uh, it was one of those, I'm like, I think I'm going to have to sit down and watch them because I know people love them and they've had some great directors work on them. But um, anyways, uh, uh, Derek, have, are you a fan of, have you seen any of the Jack Reacher films? So I, I have seen both of them. I think they're good action movies. Again, I, I've always said that I, I, Tom and I, Tom Cruise and I have a very yeah. much love-hate relationship when it comes yeah. to his movies. Um, I will say a movie that I love far better than the Jack Reacher and not a, uh, I guess, it's a little more sci-fi, but it's uh, The Edge of Tomorrow. Um, um, yeah, which, that's a, it was a good sci-fi action film. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I have not, just like you do, I have not watched many of the Mission Impossible. I think I saw the first one when it first came out. Did not bother with the second one. Caught like the fifth one. Like, definitely not in chronological order. I will say, though, I know people were really mad about Tom Cruise being cast as Jack Reacher because, oh, it's not fair because he's too short. Jack Reacher yeah. is like, blah, blah, the, blah, big, you know, both. In the comics, buff. he's like this, like, six, five, like, blonde-haired guy. So, yeah. I, he was, <laughs> I, number one, I'm, I don't read the books. I'm never going to read the books so I can give one flying fuck that if it's Tom Cruise's 5'5 five, five or 6'1. Um, I'm never going to know that from not watching the books and neither probably half the people that are going to watch that movie. So, like, people can get their panties in a bunch about it, but honestly, I don't personally care. If I'm not going to like the movie, it's probably going to be because it's just Tom Cruise and not the movie. But <laughs> in, in all honesty, like, I did like the movie. I liked actually both of them. Um, and I thought they did actually a really good job. And for an action movie, like, with Tom Cruise, like, I actually probably liked it better than I probably would like the Mission Impossible series, which I know is having, like, two more that are coming out. Uh, supposed to be, like, seven and eight. Yeah. Um, and yeah. um, but I think that you know that movie it's weird because there's there's this like moment where when I hear how like kind of the, the plot for the next two Mission Impossible movies I forget who they're eyeing for the for the actress to, to play like the bad person in that movie but uh, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head but, um, I did hear something about that, yeah. Yeah, I was I was watching the other day on it, and they were talking about it, and so I thought to myself, wow, like, there's that movie, and then there's this whole, like, Fast and the Furious, Charlize Theron over here, like, very much a, a flip of the switch in relation to, like, uh, like strong female villains, which mm -hmm. I was like, all right, you know, that's, that's pretty cool, but there's just a point where, like, those two movies, kind of, like, to me, are, like, the same, eventually, like, a bunch of people trying to save the world like from an evil person you know mm -hmm. so one has cars and one has a motorcycle and that's like the biggest the biggest difference but uh yeah henry cavill's in that movie and i like him as an actor um so yeah in fact i was like i you know that dude is a uh, he's 
Uh, look, I'm not gay, but if uh, if I had to if I had to suck a dick, it'd be Henry Cavill. So like, uh, uh, like if I was I was forced, you know, that would be. He's a good-looking would... dude, and he's he's fucking like I said. I've said this before. He's the only Superman I, I would be afraid that could kick my ass. So, um, but even though like I said, watching The Witcher, he's just he's so handsome and so badass. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of. Uh, yeah, do you notice like uh, more more guys are uh, dyeing their hair silver now? Exactly. Uh, like it. Guess what? You're not Henry Cavill. Stop no. dying your hair exactly. silver, please. Exactly. Oh my God. Okay, you're not the you're not the Witcher. You know. Which is funny because I was watching uh, the these documentary on the Mandalorian, this making of, and you know, Gina, Gina Carlino, whatever her name yeah. is, uh, former mixed martial arts actress, yeah, who's so her. fine. And like, I feel like if you don't, it's one. She's one of those like act women that like, you, like you're if you if you don't if you if you don't like her, it's because you're a pussy. <laughs> but uh I, I think she's amazing and i think she's like i think she's super hot and i just she was um her and henry cavill were dating and i think i've said this on this podcast already but i wish i would have had a child so that that child could be uh lead us on to the next evolution of humanity humanity or take <laughs> or take it over for exactly that matter. Um, yeah whatever just but the ubermensch um but the one thing i will say though about uh you know uh there's a lot of these action films uh I think again that we talked about this on this podcast too. I think, but you know, in the '80s, it was like these fucking buff, you know, uh, kind of bad actory like macho dudes in their 30s. Most of who came from either um, like a legitimate karate or martial art background or some sort of athletic background. Um, and in the modern era, it's guys in their 50s, which is such <laughs> a weird change. But uh, but you know, I'm 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 a big fan. Like I said, I, I the the every movie like in the take like the first taken film is a good movie every other film is sort of like a little bit jumping the shark at that point but they're still enjoyable because Liam Neeson's good at what he does and he's great in the first one and there's that family heart feel like you know there's you know and again if you're a parent the idea of like somebody taking your child and trying to sell them into sexual slavery is a pretty gnarly um pretty gnarly concept but um uh you know, it's it's still like the you think about it, it's like some dude in his almost sixties, some old uh, English dude, uh, kicking ass, taking names, and then you have, um, I mean, there's just so many of these movies have come out, but it's just a weird juxtaposition to go from, like I said, a Jean Claude Van Damme to, you know, a fifty-year-old Keanu Reeves. Just a weird thing, but but I appreciate it. I, I dig it. Yeah, no, totally. It 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 is it is odd, but it's. Uh... You know, I think just the, the art of making those movies is far less, I don't want to say brutal, because I know people work really hard to make those movies, but at the same time, I feel like there's way more safety and balance and, and all that good stuff. Like, to prolong somebody doing a, a movie at 50, like John Wick, like, longer than they probably normally would, like, back in the 80s, you know? Like, you do, like, you know, three, you know hardcore kick-ass like martial arts movies in the you know late 80s you're, you're done for by the time the 90s rolls around you know That's you're right. not doing it anymore because you took way too many you got thrown way too many beatings uh you know so now it's like you know there's just so much but i, I give like somebody like Keanu reeves like who throws himself into his work this is why he's, he's such a stellar you know human being and an actor is like he you know he learned a lot of his own stuff he's always been a fan of the martial arts anyways and then, you know, learned to shoot and he, you know, went on the range and, you know, understood the, the art of it all. So I think like 
people kind of put like that, put their dedication into it. And uh, so I think they're in it for the long haul. They know that's something that they can probably replicate. I mean, whoever thought of a movie about a man who loses his dog, like, <laughs> and kills everybody would be no shit. a, a yeah. three-film franchise. When I first heard about it, I'm like, this is the most fucking ridiculous thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. And I watched it, I was like, are you kidding me? This is the most badass movie ever. Like, um, <laughs> But again, they, they create a world, uh, they create an aesthetic, they create this whole mythology, and you know, if you do a conviction, and then you get, and you, gra- you, you ground it with amazing actors like Ian McShane, and you know, Abin, again, Keanu, which, again, there was a time in my life where I remember people, Keanu was the quintessential worst actor, whether yeah. it was his bad British accent in Dracula, or just, uh-huh. his, you know, whoa, I know Kung Fu, like, um, but, you know, I, I, but God bless Keanu, he's stuck in there, and he's become his boyfriend, and he's worked hard to sort of, you know, continue doing, and again, I will say, too, for anybody who's a fan of the John Wick films, who's seen the behind-the-footage stuff of him training and actually doing literally going through all of that special forces training and like shooting and i mean he, he's always taking all that shit very seriously um so I, I give him a lot of props uh derek is there any um specific maybe non you know super well-known or um or do you have any just particularly like favorite action films of the last 10 years that uh are sort of some of your go-to oh that's that's really wow it's a really tough question because, you know, honestly, like, it's hard because, like, there there really is. And I, I don't know if there's really anything that has exceptionally stuck out to me that we didn't highlight, like, so far. I, I would say, like, the one that always comes to my mind, again, is Mad Max. Like, that's, that's to me, kind of my, my go-to. Um, I think, like, yeah, there's some fun ones out there. Like, you know, I, I personally really like the Jason Statham crank movies. I think they're fucking hilarious and... You know, it's him just kicking ass through the city. Um, you know, so those are always good. I mean, I call it a monster movie or not. Like, I thought Rampage, you know, with the, with the Rock was really good. I, If I'm going to watch an action movie, I do really want, like, something fun that I'm not really going to think super hard about. Um, you know, even the Fast and Furious movies are, yeah, I don't want to say guilty pleasure, but, I mean, they're just, they are what they are. Like, you know what you're getting into. It's a bunch of people driving their cars around like and yeah. hero stuff um so but now i mean nothing that wouldn't fall probably hard into another category um versus like versus like straight up action uh probably i will say there's one movie that i really like that i i think it came out in the past decade though i'm gonna past two decades we'll say in the, in the 2000s that uh were kind of in, in that vein um and it was clive owens uh um was that? I want to say Shooter. Uh, now I'm going to have to look it up. That Shooter is on with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I'm going to have to look it up now. Um. So um, I will say while you're thinking, I think, you know, when I, I also pitched this, it was sort of an unspoken thing that, you know, it was talking about American release franchises, action film franchises, because obviously in Europe or in uh, Asia, there's a million great, there's a ton, you know, in fact, we should even make that another podcast. Um, oh, it was Shoot'em Up. That's what, uh, that's what. Shoot'em Up. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Clive Owen. Over the very, over the top. I'm yeah. a fan of that. Not a lot of people are, but I'm actually a fan of that movie. Yeah. A lot of people like, hate it. Homeless, homeless hitman and his prostitute girlfriend yeah. try to save a baby. That's against uh, Paul Giamatti and his spoiled children. 
<laughs> Every actually, there's so many like a lot of like the side characters in the in the shoot 'em up is is really. Yeah. It's it's like a kind of an homage to like a '90s indie action film, like a you know uh, trying to be a very like tongue in cheek, you know, like over the top uh, action film. And I, I thought it was pretty successful. That and I also think Clive Owen is a really interesting uh, actor, um, and he's actually a very good dramatic actor. So him playing those sort of action roles is always pretty interesting. Um, obviously, I've talked about in this podcast multiple times my love for. Um, the uh, Undisputed franchise, um, and then uh, Boyko, which is like the fourth of the franchise. Uh, one movie, uh, one movie we didn't talk about, but I think it's one of the f- most rewarding uh, f- action films, and it is, I will consider an action film um, uh, of the last ten years was Drive, and I think Nicholas Winding oh. was like, you know, he did something really different and it was very much an art house version of an action film. Um, in fact, I said when I walked out of the theater, um, I said that it reminded me of a Paul Newman movie on uh, bath salts. Um, <laughs> and I think it's actually a pretty a- accurate description because it's kind of nightmare slash dream logic It's got very, it's kind of trippy, but at the center of it, it's just the story of this fucking just, this dude with, you know, you know, the utmost of convictions and kind of lives on the edge of, of uh, the law and um, who's just kind of the ultimate badass. And there's so many visual great things about it. Um, another movie I feel like doesn't get enough credit and it's very much in the vein of Taken, but done in a completely different way is the movie you were never really here um, with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I never saw that, but I, I heard really good things about it. It's dark as fuck, and it's very much a psychological action film. Um, and, you know, it's not an easy watch, but it's like, first of all, the action, the actual action is very gritty and real and, and you know, hard-hitting. And I think it's a, I just think it's a good movie. And I think Joaquin Phoenix is so good in it, um, playing against type, because, you know, I, I wouldn't think, Joaquin Phoenix is not the first actor that comes to mind when I think of, like, some badass dude, but he, plays it perfect i mean he's a great actor so it makes sense but um you know it's definitely it's one of those movies that like when i finished watching it i was like oh fuck that that's gonna stay with me um uh and like i said you know there's you know in in a where so many film action films sort of kind of become rote and be like oh it's you're telling the same story over and over again like when you do something a little bit different like i said with like drive they just become more you know more um, memorable and they sort of stick with you a little bit longer I think but, uh, but yeah, yeah those no, are some t- of my like, some of mine that kind of stick out yeah totally agree I actually think uh, another one that 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 he was if we're talking about in the last like 20 years uh, it always might go to I watch it all the time is uh, Gone in 60 Seconds because oh it's, uh, yeah. you know yeah it's it's in a cage it's it's not a again it's it's not a anything spectacular but I mean it's a fun movie it's got a good cast it's got a lot of action, a lot of driving. It's funny, so I think that you know, it's a really good movie. I mean, if yeah. like, it's like, it's like if uh, it was f- like Fast and Furious for adults when it first came out. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. You know, it's got a, it got an older cast. So it's you know, got got Robert Duvall and um, yeah. Timothy Alplan. It's got a really good cast of actors. So I, um, I just, I just didn't like the the low rider. The low rider yeah. song didn't make sense to. <laughs> You Donnie, want to drive Donnie, fast, but you're Donnie, gonna listen to Lowrider. Music, please, Donnie. <laughs> music. Uh, yeah, it, I yeah, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I don't. Know. And I'm sorry. 
And I'm sorry. I know, again, I like the movie. But fuck my little brother, man. He got himself into that mess. <laughs> Why don't you get compacted? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go race go-karts. In the, How so, many cars do I have to steal? <laughs> yeah. I, I did think it was kind of funny. It was like uh, in, in that movie, the one thing I didn't get is like, wait a minute. Like, you let that guy go? He's like the number one auto thief in, in all of yeah. Like, Orange County, and you and you let him go work with kids. Like you're a bad detective. Like you're a bad detective, and you probably deserve whatever you're gonna get. But it is, you know, again, a, a lot of these movies, a lot of these eighties action movies, you're not watching it for the plot, man. You're not. Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. For like, yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, you know, the acting may be good, maybe not be good, but you're just really watching it to see people kick ass and take names. I, I just hope that, like, again. Um, I hope they continue to create these movies. I don't know if we'll see anything spectacular in the remainder of 2020 because everything has been moved off to 2021. Uh, yeah. You know, for the time being. Thank you, yeah. COVID-19. You suck. Uh, you suck. But, but, but for, you uh, know, for now, you know, it is what it is. We'll just have to rely on what we have, you know? Absolutely. One thing real quick, because I, I, I expected you to bring it up, Derek, but we didn't talk about it, is uh, I think it's, you know, because I think both stand up on, uh, equally with each other, and it's probably the last one. We'll, uh, it'll be the last one I talk about. But is uh, the raid, uh, the raid, and the raid two are, I think, and again, they they are they both got American theatrical releases. So yes, I consider them American films because they did get the uh, theatrical releases, and even in some capacity here. Um, but I think the raid is both raid films are probably very much definitely. John Wick owes a lot to those movies. Um, uh, I think it kind of reignited our love for uh, that kind of fast-paced, like Asia-style Hong Kong films. Um, Thai, Thailand with like all of the uh, Tony Jaa movies sort of came in, and then The Raid came out of nowhere with fucking some of the most brutal, hardcore action sequences ever. Um, I think the, the the subway sequence of the second film is fucking bananas um but definitely of the last 20 years i'll say of the last 20 years uh even though i think both of them came out i think the first one came out in 2011 and the second one came out in 2014 stateside um but i think like i said definitely some of the like i could rewatch the raid nonstop. Uh, the cast is great the fucking i mean just don't watch the fucking terrible fucking music uh the what's his name from uh, not biscuit, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, uh, wait, wait, no, not what, uh, what's that band everybody loves? My friend's ex girlfriend was the dude's I'm, I'm an roommate. No, no, no. Uh, the, the lead singer died. Oh, uh, uh, Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park. So the DJ from Lincoln Park, like, did the, like, re scored it for an American release, and it's fucking terrible. Um, awful, it's unforgivably bad. But the original score and soundtrack is fucking perfect. And anyways, the raid's fucking great. Everybody, yeah, no, fa- fantastic movie. Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's funny too. Going into this, I, I had that in my mind too, and we just got talking about other stuff, and I uh, totally slipped. So I'm really glad that you uh, you brought it up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, John Wick, Dread, like a lot of those movies, uh, you know, owe a lot to to the raid because I really think that kind of set the the boundary for. Like a lot of those movies and those high high flying like fast pace, super fast pace, fast uh, hard hitting, yeah. balls the wall, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, another great conversation between 
two gentlemen. You know, one thing I'm actually really, really bummed about, if it doesn't happen, I actually really loved, um, that probably deserves a sequel, and it, it might be underrated, and, you know, granted, the actor that's in it is kind of a piece of shit now, uh, but I love Baby Driver. I thought Baby Driver was a really good movie uh, for what it uh, is. It is getting a sequel from what I heard. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought they kind of nixed it after the whole Kevin Spacey incident. Uh, uh, well, yeah, but he died, right? So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true that he did die in the end, yeah. Yeah, it's just, so. just, just Baby and his girl. So, you know, uh, you know, we'll see if Edgar Wright pulls a sequel to that. I, I, I understand it was going to be him and John Barenthal uh, in that mm. movie, uh, as a team okay. up. Uh, maybe a heist movie with the two of them because he's a little unhinged and yeah, for sure. They did walk away at the end with, before everybody died. So, uh, spoiler. See. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, if you haven't seen it now, I mean, you know. You're yeah, not, I mean, by you now, know. you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, get with the uh, program. But yeah, no, thanks again, guys. That was a, a really great conversation between y'all two. Uh, love hearing your intake. I always, you know, uh, I always say that every episode, but I really do mean that. Uh, not for it to sound like a broken record or anything. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. We hope you and your family are staying safe during these interesting times that we live in. And we'll definitely see you on the next episode. Yeah. Don't forget to, uh, you know, uh, send us a tweet. Send us oh, an Instagram. Oh, yeah. Forgot about face- that. Put us on the, the Facebook. Uh, tell us what your favorite action movie is. You got a favorite action movie the past 20 years in the 2000s? Let us know what it is. Uh, if it's great, we'll talk about it. If it sucks, we'll probably make fun of you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, there we uh, go. No, we'll, then, we'll, give you, we'll give you a teaser on. We'll, uh, you know, every, everybody's entitled to their own. Uh, okay. But let us know. And if there's topics you guys want to hear about, um, you know, hit us up. The best way to do that. You know, we can uh, think of stuff on our own, but we'd rather not. So uh, please think for us. Make our jobs easier. Make our jobs easier. And, and again, it's on Twitter and Instagram at TankRodPod. Using, use the hashtag for today's episode, hashtag GoingCommando or hashtag TankRodPod. All right, guys. Are we good? We're good. All righty. Well, thank you again for listening to Going Commando. And I think, who did it last time? I think it's your turn, Jimothy. This one's for you, Keanu. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Peace out, <laughs> <laughs>